This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 98. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Kyolic, the makers of the aged garlic extract, quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. And I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. So check them out at kyolic.com and find them at your favorite natural health store. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash drbond. Well, my guest today is Dr. James Lavelle, an internationally recognized clinical pharmacist, author, board-certified clinical nutritionist, and a naturopathic doctorate with more than 30 years of clinical experience. He works with the NFL, the NBA, uh, MLB, as well as the Pro Football Hall of Fame Village to offer personalized health, wellness, and diet and performance strategies. He is best known for his expertise in metabolic and integrative medicine with an extensive background in natural products, lifestyle drug nutrient depletion, and uncovering the underlying metabolic issues that keep people from feeling healthy and vital. He has developed health programs for the fitness industry, healthcare companies, as well as professional sports teams, including the Corvette Race Team, Orlando Magic, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Anaheim Ducks, just to name a few. But Dr. Lavelle is author of more than 20 books, including Cracking the Metabolic Code, Nutritional Cost of Drugs, and Your Blood Never Lies. He has been named one of the 50 most influential pharmacists by American Druggist Magazine. And today we are discussing tips for managing hypertension. And since May is Blood Pressure Education Month, Ladies and gentlemen, you have come to the right place for that education. So let's welcome my guest today, Dr. James Lavelle. Hello, how are you today? I am doing great. I am doing great. I'll tell you one thing, after your resume is so long, I'm so, I'm, I don't know how you ever get a vacation in, in within all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, sometimes I get tired when I hear what I've been doing. So I... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's all been fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. As we get older, the resume gets longer, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, well, you well, know, I mean, I thought it was a big deal now that I have an AA, an ARP card, you know. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Hey, yeah, there you go. And the discounts come along with it, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I know here in the United States, nearly 68 million people have high blood pressure, which for those of you listening today, it's also called hypertension. And hypertension increases the risk of heart disease and stroke with the first and the third leading causes of death in the United States. So Dr. Lavelle, what causes high blood pressure and how does it affect cardiovascular health in general? High blood pressure is the silent killer. Uh, you know, the first sign of a heart attack 50% of the time is death, right? And that's wow. all dependent around what's going on in our blood vessels and what's going on in the vessels of our heart. And sometimes it's involved in, you know, maybe a coronary spasm or something. But, but in general, hypertension is pretty simple in that it's when your blood vessels become stiffer and they become stiffer for a variety of reasons. Stress can cause you to get stiffer blood pressure, uh, blood vessels, right? Because people, mm -hmm. they release more cortisol, they release more adrenaline, and adrenaline will make your blood vessels get stiffer. 
And so stress can be a cause. Um, you could have a nutrient deficiency that's a cause. So when you're low in, for example, magnesium, low magnesium status is associated with blood, blood uh, vessel issues. Um, environmental intoxicants, the veterans' normative aging study showed that lead content in World War II vets was directly correlated, so an environmental burden correlated to their cardiovascular disease risk, and that's because you know, environmental burden can damage your, uh, your arteries. Uh, the other one that I think a lot of people don't realize, but it's written on a lot, it's called metabolic inflammation. So I've been talking about metabolism for a long time. People think, oh, you're talking about how many calories you burn. No, I'm talking about the fact that your metabolism is either controlling the rate of burn in your immune system, meaning your immune system is giving an appropriate response or it's overstimulated and you're starting to create inflammatory compounds that then oxidize your cholesterol and cause your, your plaque to, to begin to form. And so when your arteries get stiff and you form plaque, you're, you have no choice but to see that blood pressure go up or it could be due to stress. And the last one is if you are eating a lot of sugar and your blood sugars are going up you release more adrenaline and you develop high blood pressure as a byproduct of being either insulin resistant or diabetic. And that's important because half of the U.S. population is currently insulin resistant or diabetic, half adults. Wow, that I did not know. So that means the majority of those are going to show signs of increased blood pressure. There you go. And in fact, 50% of people over the age of 55 in the U.S. have hypertension. A third of people over the age of 18 up and you know, all the way through now as adulthood have uh, the begin, you know, at least a beginning sign of hypertension. And I think it's something that we just don't take seriously because people don't, you know, people don't go to the local pharmacy and stick their stick their arm in the, you know, in the little cuff and hit the button, and that's all you have to do. Even if you don't have a cuff at home, one of the biggest things we do in our our practice here is we do blood pressures every time a person walks in. We want to know it not just because, well, you know, do you risk for heart disease? It also tells us what's your stress like, how are you sleeping. Um, are you eating more sugar than you, than you should be and more carbs and not mobile? You know, one of the best things you can do for your blood pressure is walk. Uh, and then there's nutrients that can be valuable too, but you just have to realize you're in control of your health. Don't wait for your blood pressure to skyrocket and be really high to start acting on it. Catch it early, get proactive and empower yourself to be well. Well, let me ask you this, because this has been, I'm not even going to call it an argument, <laughs> but uh, when people are diagnosed with high blood pressure and right. they are given an anti, or, they, or they, they're given high blood pressure medication, out of yep. all of the medications that the medical industry can write prescriptions for, high blood pressure medication never cures the problem and so these That's people right. are now basically given a drug that they're going to be taking for the rest of their life if they never make lifestyle changes. And so these things that you mentioned, uh, which 
you know, are going to be causes for other doctors to write high blood pressure uh, medications. And I have talked to people, you've done the same thing where you get a, a client or a patient and they come in and they're taking three or four different types of high blood pressure medications. So what That's are right. some of the, yeah. So what are some of the things that you do to kind of walk through with them to find out what the actual cause is and what kind of changes they can make? Yeah. So the first thing I do is get a really good blood test and I want to see what their glucose and hemoglobin A1C levels are because a lot of people with blood pressure problems are pre-diabetic or diabetic. Mm. And so wow. I, so I want to know, um, that another one I want to know is what their red blood cell magnesium status is like, you know, how much magnesium do you have in your body? Are you low? Like the NIH states and studies all over the place that, you know, majority of Americans are low in magnesium and that correlates to the development of metabolic syndrome, which is prediabetes and prehypertension. So that's important. And I want to measure their stress hormones like cortisol as well. So that's important. And then, and then in addition to that, I, you know, I really want to understand what their stress levels are like. I want to understand what their sleep patterns are like. And then what we typically do is we will start them on a modified low carb, basically, uh, you know, not, not low, not classic low carb, but modified low carb, anti-inflammatory diet. So we take them off of the most common food allergens. We teach them how to eat a lower carb lifestyle where they're eating more and more vegetables. Uh, and then we do things like we give them magnesium when they need it, and we make sure they're put on kyolic aged garlic extract right away because kyolic actually has multiple human clinical trials that shows that even in people with resistant hypertension, so they've been on, they're on multiple meds, it will lower their blood pressure, you know, anywhere around 11 points systolic, six points diastolic. And then that affords me as I'm changing their diet around. Because the big thing is, is people don't like, when people are on multiple blood pressure meds, they typically don't feel that great. So right. they would love to be managed on less medication. Um, and, and frankly, Doctors like actually managing people on less medication. It's just that people need to be educated on, well, what do you do for this problem? So it's diet, sleep, stress management, right? So teach, I'll even teach deep breathing. Make sure you're doing walking 45 minutes, five days a week. Um, you know, and then what nutrient strategies do we take in order to, you know, correct the issue as well? Well, and... And I, I love that that you actually go much deeper than just throwing a bunch of drugs at the problem, which is what the industry actually does. But you know, you're and I love it that you know I know that seventy to eighty percent of the American public is deficient in magnesium, and then that one right. nutrient is a domino that sets yes. off all of these other problems. And so when it comes to magnesium, is there a particular form you actually like to use? I mean, is it a malate? Is it a citrate? Sure. I, so I like, like, I mean, use? typically I like mag, uh, the amino acid chelate mag glycinate. However, oh, okay. if your muscles, if your muscles, it absorbs real well and people don't have GI distress, but I like malate. If you, if you exercise a lot, malate's good because it gets rid of sore muscles better because of the malic acid. It's just a little bit 
people may find that a little bit irritative to their gut a little more than the, the glycinate. Citrate yeah. is good because it's cheap, so people are on different budgets, right? So right. citrate can be good, but it tend to loosen your stool a little quicker than, say, <laughs> taking glycinate. And so, you know, it's you know, that's why they have that bottle of citrate of magnesia to clear out your colon right. before procedure, right? So it's mag citrate you. liquid, you drink it and off you go. Well, uh and and so that's important. Well, you mentioned uh, Kyolic's uh, aged garlic extract, and I understand yes. there's over 800 peer-reviewed published studies on that product. Um, and and you said that you know you're you're getting the what the systolic lowers 11 points and the diastolic lowers yes. six on average, and that's yep. really good for being a well, natural it's as good nutrient. As a lot of drugs. Yeah, it's as, it's as good as a lot of drugs. And, and quite honestly, it's interesting when you start to really look at all the global impact of aged garlic on blood vessels. So first of all, it reduces vulnerable plaque. They've proven that it regressed vulnerable plaque out of your, out of your arteries. That's huge. It reduced oxidized LDL. So you think of oxidized LDL as the cholesterol that gets rusted. So mm-hmm. oxidized, it's basically rusted cholesterol that is um, that is damaging your arteries. So it reduces that by 88%. And then you, you think about the fact that it improves blood pressure, pl- uh, you know, your blood pressure response by making your blood vessels more pliable. And if I had to explain that to somebody, I would I, I would do it this way. Remember when you get a garden hose and you try to you, you try to put it on your your new reel, and a brand new garden hose goes around that reel, perfect, right? It's a hose, oh, yeah. just like our arteries, and it's flexible. Well, then you start leaving out the uh, garden hose, and you run over it, and you know it starts to dry out. And now all of a sudden, you pull that garden hose out to wash your car, and it has a kink in it. No matter what you do, you can't get the kink out of it, and it upsets you because you got to wiggle the hose to get the water to squirt out. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's oxidative damage, right? You're, you're yeah. you, you know, so the hose sat out, it got sun dried. Your vessels are the same way. We need to revitalize those vessels. And so aged garlic extract reduces oxidized LDL, reduces the, the vulnerable plaque, makes the blood vessels more pliable and more elastic again. And the fourth thing that it does is it stops bone mineral density loss. So when you're losing bone density, which happens as we're aging, that calcium is directly correlated to calcification in your arteries. Right. So, so it's pretty cool that it's actually operating at these different levels. Well, wait a minute. Does that mean chemistry? Well, that it sounds like, and and I'm going to let you guide me here. You know, I hear a lot of positive studies with vitamin K2 such as right. keeping the calcium out of the arteries and into the bone. And I've also heard, too, that it could be helpful in removing the calcium buildup in the arteries. But the like the aged garlic extract, sounds like it does the exact same thing in that mode of action. Yeah, it does. And look, I like, there's a lot of times I'll give people vitamin K2 and aged garlic. But if I'm going to pick one thing to take to protect my arteries, get, and, and I'm going to preface this, 
People mm-hmm. need to get their magnesium pool up, no matter what. It's super important. It's an essential nutrient, so we can't ignore that. Once you get past that, age garlic's number one because it's got multiple human trials. I mean, Dr. Budoff at, at UCLA School of Cardiology is an interventional cardiologist. I think he's president of the Interventional Cardiology Society. Um, he's done multiple trials showing improvement in lipids, reduction in oxidized LDL, better blood pressure, better pulse wave velocity, which is that pliability of your arteries. He, he was the one that discovered that the bone mineral density was lost. And the newest study, which is cool, is that it showed that it reduces gingivitis. And now that's important because we know that when you have gingivitis, when your gums are bleeding, that means you've got bacteria in your, in your mouth. And that means that's going to contribute to heart disease. So it even has been shown to reduce gingivitis, which is, you know, caused by bacteria that's been associated with developing heart disease. So it's pretty amazing, really. Wow, that is interesting. You know, I've always heard these stories about people getting root canals, which should be a no-no for most people because there's a relationship to that in in heart health or heart function, and that's a whole other subject there. But, uh, you know... These studies on the aged garlic extract are mind-blowing. And, you know, you're talking about the reduction of plaque inside the arterial wall. And I've had people ask me, well, you know, my grandfather has, uh, you know, 85, 90% blockage in the carotid artery. Well, what can aged garlic extract do for something like that? Well, I think it's never too late to get on aged garlic for protection to re, to regroup to, to reduce progression now obviously when you're 90 like my father's 89 he lives you know he lives with us and i mean he's got high blood pressure guess what happens when you get to be 90 years old your blood vessels get a little stiff it's mm-hmm. going to happen you know and but i think if you can provide nutrients that keep that stiffness from progressing well, you're, you're still benefiting an individual because guess what? That's going to help deliver blood to their brain, keep their, if they're, you know, keep their mind sharper, helps get blood to the extremities because the other thing that aged garlic does is it helps with kind of the stickiness of your blood so your blood flows better. Um, so it has a, and it doesn't have any interaction with blood thinning agents. So if you're on a blood thinning agent, it's not a big issue because they've studied it. It doesn't alter the INR time of people taking Coumadin. So, you know, I, I think it's one of those go-to um, products. They've got a high blood pressure formula. I mean, you certainly can, uh, people can go and use the high blood pressure formula. It's got natokinase in it and theanine in it, which are both really nice ingredients. But I want to emphasize that it aged garlic extract is not eating garlic cloves. And it's not buying any old garlic on the market. It's a very specific process that creates chiolic aged garlic extract. And then they studied that specific aging processed garlic in all these 860 publications. So it's important for the folks to know that because they'll say all the time, why eat garlic? It's not the same. Eating garlic is good but it's not going to create the same effect on your heart health as what this does. Yeah, and don't they age that for 20 months? They do. And, well, let me ask you, yeah, because there's another question that uh, I've been 
dying to ask you, um, how, what is the relationship with chiolic aged garlic extract and the clinical studies and when it comes to the fibrin in the arteries? Well, yeah, I mean, aged garlic, so aged garlic ends up reducing fibrinogen. So, you know, when you look at all the bad actor lipids, so one of the big highlights of all this is, it's, is that as your system gets metabolically turned on to trigger inflammation, all right, and that can happen due to all the things I was talking about, stress, diet, exercise, too much or too little, um, exposures to things, you know, infection, you name it, right? You start to create a lot of bad actor lipids, and bad actor lipids like apolipoprotein B, lipoprotein little a, upregulation of oxidized LDL, uh, the small LDL particles, so your lipids get really tiny and they can bore into your arteries. All of that processing starts to trigger through the inflammatory cascade fibrinogen. And fibrinogen is what kind of triggers this kind of clotty fibrin um, process that goes on in your body. So with aged garlic, by reducing IL-6 or interleukin-6 and TNF-alpha in people that were overweight, those are two bad actor inflammatory cytokines that trigger all of this downstream effect of bad lipids, stickier blood, more oxidized lipids, all of that happens in aged garlic kind of cut, like you always hear, got to cut it, cut it off at the head of the snake, right? It's yeah. Top. Yeah. Um, that's what aged garlic does. Wow. Wow. Um, there was a question that would popped in my head that I want to ask you about this. Um, my goodness gracious. I love the study of heart health for one thing. And the way you've explained you know, a high blood pressure and all the elements around it. I mean, you know, I think, you know, all your information is going to give a lot of people hope because most people think that once they start taking a high blood pressure, high blood pressure medication, then they're, they're never going to get off of it. But well, now, now the, yeah, go ahead. We got, I just have a gentleman that's 80 years old was just, he's from Texas that was with us. We changed his diet, assessed his stress, gave him some things, included aged garlic extract, he was off three blood pressure medications and one heart medication got reduced in half within eight weeks. And that was wow. from his doctor. Uh, his doctor got him off those meds. So people should realize it's never too late. Yeah. And especially now with all our, uh, you know, the things that we went through in the month of April and March and February with COVID, it's really important to understand that you, you, want it, you can change your health. But you gotta you gotta take stress into account, sleep into account, my exercise, and what's my diet like, and what nutrients are key to me keeping my immune system healthy. Exactly, exactly. And let me ask you this, because now that now the question popped back in, back into my head with the chiolic uh, aged garlic extract, uh, and uh-huh. you had mentioned that you know LDL can increase because of a lack. In, a lack of antioxidants going into the body and, and, and that way that they're, they're preventing the oxidation of the LDL does and chiolic itself. It it works by reducing the oxidation of the LDL, correct? 
That is correct. So it, we're, it acts like an antioxidant. And the way it does that is that it donates something called S-allyl uh, cysteine. So the garlic makes a bunch of this allyl cysteine, which when you take it, it increases your glutathione levels in your body. And one of the biggest areas of oxidative stress is the kidneys. And so when you lose what's called your redox potential, your oxidation reduction balance, and you start to oxidize things in the kidneys more, you damage the filtration capacity. So your blood vessels that lead to your kidneys get damaged, and that's called renal hypertension. And so your heart has to pump harder to get that blood through the kidneys. And, and so when you take aged garlic extract, you raise your global glutathione pool, which helps to reduce that oxidation rate. So at the same time, by increasing the glutathione rate, isn't it true that uh, the aged garlic extract also has a, I'll say, natural healthy levels of natural selenium as well? Oh, yeah, sure. It does. And then the other, the other piece is, of course, is that when you raise your glutathione pool, you end up improving the way you detoxify. Uh, one of the other benefits that aged garlic has is that it raises a compound in your body called adiponectin. And adiponectin needs to be in your body because it, it makes your insulin receptors work better. And so when your insulin receptors work better, that means you're not pumping out as much insulin. And that means that your blood sugars are going to be controlled better. And that's going to have an impact on your blood vessels too. And so when you're, so there's, there, there, it, it's an amazing natural compound and has an amazing amount of studies behind all the different facets of what it does to help your metabolism stay on point and, and maintain uh, good health versus marching towards inflammation or the big term right now in the clinical literature, inflammaging, right? Inflammatory yeah. aging. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I take Kyolic's formula 100 and 101. Um, for people who are, let's say, they're going to go pick up a bottle of Kyolic to take for general health, what type of dose do you recommend for them to really get the optimal effect for their overall health? Well, if they want just general benefit, right, I just want to get it in. I tell them at least get 1,000 milligrams a day in. And then if they have blood pressure issues and they want to try to see if they can improve their blood vessels, and remember, if they're going to take it like this, they should be monitoring their blood pressure and then telling their doctor that, hey, I'm changing my diet, I'm exercising, and I'm taking age guard. Their doctor will know that, hey, if your blood pressures are starting to dip, we need to change your meds. Um, that's 2,400 milligrams a day. Uh, and then the gingivitis study was all the way up to 3,600 milligrams a day. So, so, but in general, I usually tell people go from about a thousand to 1200 up to 2,400 milligrams a day, and obviously do everything you can to improve your lifestyle so that you're promoting health. I love that. Now, where can all of my, uh, listeners, uh, learn more about you and also, uh, find about, about more than those 20 books you've written. Sure. They can just go to jimlaval.com uh, or they can go to metabolickcode.com. Yeah, you're going to have to come back. We're going to need to talk about that metabolic code. That's going to be a, another subject we're going to have for another time. But uh, Dr. Lavelle, you, 
You have been fantastic. You are an absolute wealth of knowledge. And I always take Kyle like I know I'm probably going to bump my dose up now. And for all of you listening, you better run out and go get your bottle or just go to kyleic.com. Again, Dr. Lavelle, thank you so much for giving us your time today and to educate us uh, for the month of May for High Blood Pressure Month. And I think by the end of this month, uh, hopefully everyone listening, your blood pressure will be on the way down and on the way to normal. So uh, we can thank Dr. Lavelle for that. So remember to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radiomd.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. And again, thank you for listening to Life Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.